Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweets. Hello everyone, you're back listening to Saturday Class Live. I am your host, Jack Graham. And usually I'm joined by one of the STL boys, but Scott can't make it. Dave's fucked off to Mexico. Rise will do very well. So but we get the, the fifth man of the band, the, the, the unseen man, the, the, the man that does the scores, the man that actually inputs the stats, the man the man that has this whole podcast under his thumb. That is none other than Stephen Wilson. Stephen, how are you doing? Yeah, Jack, not too bad. Uh Always have to bail you boys out of jail, despite he's giving me constant grief on this show near enough every week for something. Uh, especially that bastard Douglas. Uh, well, he's he's, he's came and joined in and he pipes up quite a bit, doesn't he? Aye, aye, he thinks he's Billy Big Boss, you know. It's like, <laughs> like oh, I'm Jack's pal. I'll come for the draft. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now, now he's no well after he got his fast new internet and he still can't do the show. So yeah, yeah, you're in, Stephen. You're in. We'll, we'll, we'll crack on with your usual stuff. And, uh, and third this week is none other than the man that defeated Baron Corbin in his fancy suit is Cody Rhodes. Cody got 10 points this week. It's not surprising that uh, since, his, since his return to, to WWE and what it means to the draft, obviously, he has been injured. But as soon as he's going to come back, he was always going to be such a prominent scorer. Yeah, it's a safe bet to have Cody in, you know, because, you know, Royal Rumble winner, going to get momentum. I didn't expect him to wrestle at this point. I thought they might have kept him a bit, you know, fresh. Like obviously, he just came back from his injury. I don't think they would, think they would have had him at wrestle, especially before Chamber. So, yeah, surprising one and some, uh, some good points for uh, Dave and Gary, who have had a, who had a very good week overall. Uh, they've done, they've done not too bad, and someone else that has done not too bad with one of their picks with a uh, Gunther. I believe that was Ross and Scott that have him. They also got a successful, re- successful retention last night against uh, a very formidable opponent in uh, Madcap Moss uh, in, in Montreal. Obviously, they won't, he, he probably won't be on the chamber. So getting that a title win there is, is good for him. And obviously, you can't you can't knock a title win in these early stages of the season. No, definitely not. Uh, and I think Scott alluded to it 
I think in one of our chats last week, the minute it was uh, announced that Mad Crap Moss had won that fatal four way last week, I think he said, Give me the points now. Uh, <laughs> which, no disrespect to Mad Crap Moss, I think we probably should have, but it was quite comfortable for him. Uh, Gunfar, he's been a, ever since he's been called up to the main roster, Jack, he's been a very reliable pick. He got you 66 Aye. points a couple of seasons ago. Uh, he got Scott 41 last year. Scott obviously liked him, which is why he picked him in first round. Wrong Me and Andy. Back. Yeah, me and Andy had him eared up for our first pick. And obviously, he took off the board very early. But yeah, uh, title points is and the road to WrestleMania is what you'd kind of hope, especially now the mid-card titles on WWE are getting a bit more uh, presentation. So yeah, good points. And I'm happy as well, because two appearance points for Imperium. Yeah, exactly, that worked out pretty well. But another another pick that worked out, obviously, going back to the, the draft selection for the second round, you, you and Andy obviously be able to draft last. Everyone wanted Asuka, and no one was ready for Asuka except for you, Stephen. And and Andy, she's got sixteen points this week. She's got her chamber match. I think she was she wrestled yesterday. This could be a very very good week for Asuka and turn your team. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was just a bit disappointed that she faced uh, Liv uh, on SmackDown last night because we also have Liv in our team. But yeah, As- we went with Asuka obviously with the uh, because we drafted we drafted the night. The day after the first Raw, after Rumble, and then obviously Asuka was announced to be in the Chamber match, and I thought she was just going to run riot based on the Rumble. And she's gained more points before Chamber than I anticipated. But yeah, very happy. Uh, Asuka, historically, when she was in the role, she's a great pick in the draft, especially during the, the pandemic uh, seasons we had. She was an absolute juggernaut. She's Aye. not been that type of scorer for a good couple of years. So hopefully that uh, turns around this season. I hope so anyway, <laughs> with the Chamber tomorrow. Was, or tonight, sorry. She, she was up there in the kind of, not not as high echelons, but up there in the kind of the, 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 the mix of conversation with the with Sasha Banks and Bailey mm-hmm. and, and the kind of high, high scorers uh, during the, the, the pandemic era when I, when I believe when, when Becky had to give up the, the belt but money in the bank and she won it she was very good at, at that point so I think with this kind of refreshed gimmick so to speak I think yeah. this could work out very she was, well and obviously she, was, it, she was a top five uh, scorer for three seasons on the trot season five to seven you so, can't knock that yeah anyway, what we usually do we move on to our uh, overall Scorings of the week and the pair of fannies are absolutely a pair of fannies right now. Me and Ryan Lewis at 14 points. It's not been the, the start we'd hoped for. We only got four points this week. Obviously, Kevin Owens hasn't appeared and Solo Sokoa hasn't appeared, which is very annoying. But you know, we move on, we move on, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But it's not, it's not been the great start for us. And uh, I was going to say, it's not been a great start for our next pick either, but that's probably just because of how shit we've done and they're, they're sixth. But there's a 19 point gap between us in sixth place. And you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll take back the, the, the shit because, you know, that's all pretty close from, from sixth to first. Uh, Goats Incarnate of uh, David Campbell and Tom Brock on 33 points. Uh, Alba Goo grabs 2.0, Granite Robin Clark in fifth with 36 points. Tied with Serenity now of Scott McLeod and Ross McLeod on 36 points too. The Transatlantic Heartbreaker sitting pretty in third, well, tied second actually. Ryan Gallagher and Chris Logan present 38 points tied with yourself Stephen and Andy with Andy and Stephen in the morning and then we've got uh, Men in a Mission 2.0 uh, 9 points ahead from 47 with Dave Talking and Gary Kernan 
Uh, I guess when you look, I remember when we were kind of doing a, a usual pre-show before the scoring begins, and we looked at David Hockney and Gary's team. None of us really said that we were expecting them to win, or like, I think Amy said they were a dark horse. But uh, are you surprised at how high up they are so early in the season? Uh, and I thought they'd be kind of floating up there. Didn't think they'd be top. Uh, Damien Priest has wrestled a cup a bit more than I expected early. Didn't think he'd be wrestling as much. Uh, obviously, we went going in with you. He had a qualifier for the chamber, but I didn't think he would really wrestle this week. Uh, I think they are benefiting from the double judgment day one of uh, Priest and Dominic. Uh, the other one who I've got who have got that is. Go and Tom, but they had a week less really because of uh, Rhea being off last week. So yeah, I think I think that could help them a lot. The one that you have mentioned and we mentioned for Raquel could go either way for Dave and Gary because she could she could have a couple one or two eliminations in the chamber, but I don't know where she goes post chamber to media. Uh, we've got we've got to wait and find out, but we've got a lot of discussion to have next evening with the with our uh, our, our interactive side of the show with our, with our listeners league. There's been also we'll go through the table and there's been some some new introductions, Stephen. So if you if you'd like to take it away for how the how the listeners league shaping up, then we can discuss the kind of new things after. Yes, uh, I will do the David Hockney uh, with no Mexico references. <laughs> Check teams for no Mexico names. Right. Uh, fifth place, we have Mike Nunn with the Sports Entertainers on 45. Mike was actually top going into last night's uh, shows. No idea what the hell happened to him. Uh, benefiting from uh, Cody Rhodes as his captain this week. Uh, in fourth place, we have Elliot Cantor with no chips allowed. Nosebleed for Elliot being at so far at the top of the league. He's a Cardiff fan. Uh, they don't experience being that high up in a league very often. Uh, Similar-ish one for him, Cody Rhodes' is captain, doing well, and also some good points last night from Kerry uh, Omega and uh, the team of McIntyre and Sheamus, who actually did some good numbers for a lot of the folk who are in this top five. Uh, we have Craig Forsyth in third with, oh my God, my uncle never touched me, but Mitch sure did. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Mitch, uh, another listeners league competitor just outside the top five this week. He will wish they would swap places with Craig. Uh, similar pattern to Elliot, Cody Rhodes, uh, McIntyre and Seamus, Kerry Omega uh, doing some good numbers for him. He has Austin Fury in his team, so he'll hope for some good points from the Chamber tonight. Uh, second place, we have Elora May with Team Top Prin on 50 points. Uh, she was the last person to submit a team for the Listeners League, but with Jade Cargill as her captain, that helped her with a successful uh, TBS title defence last night. She also had Kerry Omega, McIntyre and Sheamus, and the Young Bucks on her team, as well as Sami Zayn, so plenty of Friday night power for her, definitely, last night. But we have a new leader, and it's a first-time Listeners League competitor of Ross McClucky, with Los Ingonables de Jamon on 53 points. Uh, Jade Cargo was his captain as well, so some good points for him, as well as Cody Rhodes, Asuka, uh, and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, recurring theme at the top of the league. He was picked by seven people, and pretty much the majority of them were in the top 
seven of the league right now. So uh, as a final round pick, Kenny Omega is proving uh, a good selection. And I believe he was picked by three of the four of you guys on SDL for your Listeners League team to yeah. beat, which is actually topped. Uh, if you, the Listeners League team to beat uh, table is topped by Scott McLeod. So <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow. On 57 points, Scott would have if he was a Listeners League competitor. That's quite interesting. Also, we have the luxury of kind of doing it the week after. I know it's still the same idea, but we can still really get a bit of a better grasp of what's what, what's what happening. But I mean, Ross and Alora, first time competitors in Hustle League, putting their participants to shame. Good, good on them. Obviously, then the captain said Jake Cargill's work for this week. We can see how it goes later on. And Ross just coming in and uh, Kenny Omega and Jade both successful take defences. Asuka, Corey Rhodes, obviously their claim hasn't worked out for him as of yet, but still. Still looks very good. That's maybe maybe the other participants can learn. I think I took from some newbies. You know, yeah, we know, never know. But uh, it's not all about the league this season, is it? We we've we've you if everyone would have seen on Twitter, uh, we've in the introduction of the Listeners League Cup, and I think especially going into next season, Stephen, looking at a longer season, we've got this could have great implications on the 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 folk we've got competing next season. So if you for all that haven't seen it on on. Uh, on Twitter, and maybe just give a rundown of, of, of what we've got going on here. Yes, I'll try and not drag this bit on a bit because a bit on this. So we have 32 people in the listeners league this year. Now we this season, not something we've ever had before. And I don't can't guarantee currently we might have it again. So I thought 32, perfect for a bracket style thing. So we'll introduce the listeners league cup, which is a single eliminator style tournament, much like your Scottish Cup, FA Cup, or to use a wrestling one, the U Japan Cup. Uh, uh, pretty much it says 1v1, which was randomly determined by Jack's favourite apparatus, the wheel. Oh, uh, yes. uh, pretty much the people who go through is determined by weekly score, which makes it a bit interesting, I thought, Jack, because if he did it by overall score, uh, it might be uh, skewed to the people at the top of the league. So doing it weekly gives the people at the bottom of the table a bit of a chance. Uh, it's one week worth of scores other than the semi-final and the finals, which are two weeks. Uh, I think I've worked it out that the semi-finals included uh, Revolution and the finals obviously include WrestleMania. Uh, and pretty much it runs like, uh, as a pretty much a tournament like that until we get a winner at WrestleMania Sunday. Uh, the last 32 round was the week up until today. So we have pretty much our last 16 determined which Jack if you don't mind I'll quickly go through for you of course uh, give the listeners and the people in the league the chance to see who went through so we had on the left side of the bracket we had Stuart Cowie advancing defeating Alan Skinner by 24 to 21 uh, a former listeners league winner Matt Smith uh, will face Stuart in the last 16 he beat Colin Blackburn 11-7 not exactly a high scoring match there we did have a high-scoring match next door with Ross McClucky, the league leader, defeating Craig Forsyth by 37 points to 28. And he will face David Campbell's favourite listeners' league competitor, Robert Shaw, who beat Ross Henderson 21-19. Uh, also, we have Elliot Cantor advancing. He, beat, he demolished Johnny Adam by 27 points to 14. He'll face David Collins, who defeated Lachlan Higgett, uh, 18 to 10. We have Mike Angus uh, of uh, English wrestling commentator fame. 
he beat one of the Progress Wrestling owners, Lee McAteer, 26 points to eight. Some bragging rights in the Progress locker room there for Mike. Uh, and he will face another Mike, Mike Nunn, who beat Berti Wanless, 20 points to 16. Uh, on the right side, Alan Laurie, Scotland's own and uh, longtime fan of the podcast, he defeated John Sly, 27 points to 17. Jonathan Napier, he beat former Listeners League winner Dan Axel Jameson, 22 to 11. Bit of a demolishing there for um, for Dan. Uh, Alora May, we mentioned earlier on, she beat Adam Kelly, now uh, a former Listeners League winner, Alan, and one who was talking a bit of trash on Twitter about how he would beat uh, Alora. Well, I, I can't pronounce her name really that well. But yeah, he was beaten comfortably 33 to 24. Uh, Mitch might have got a bit of a pasting with uh, Craig Forsyth's name, but he's through to, uh, to the last 16. He beat Gary Morris 25 to 22. Uh, Dan Wood, he's through. He beat uh, Andy Springer 19 to 14, and he will face everyone's favourite uh, heel in the Listeners League, as you'll know, Jack, JP. Uh, he, <laughs> he beat Anthony Fitzpatrick 27 24, which was good for JP as he was bottom of the Listeners League last week. Uh, Tam McKay in the uh, another not classic listeners league match. He defeated Martin Best twelve to eleven. So the both progress owners who are in this league are out, and he will face Paddy, who beat Ross Brady twenty seven to twenty two. Uh, so the last sixteen of the of that cup will be next week. So whoever's on the SDL next week, Jack will have the joy of um, determining who'll be through to the last 16, but yes, some people put on some good weekly scores there and some people scraping through by the skip by the fact that their opponent had a shocker. I think it's fair to say, so a bit of a mixed bag there. I think it's a very good thing we've got in the special to come to size of 32. Right, and of course the, yeah, and of course the winners um, gets a place in the, in the league next year as well yeah. as the one of the listeners league. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, we could still have a scenario given the way the table is. The winner of the cup is also the winner of the league, but that will mean that they get to draft from first in the in the main league next year, which should be uh, should be something if they have to do that. Because if you look at some listeners' league competitors in the past who have came up, they seem a bit fish out of water. So having them draft first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a very good thing. It's, it's good, good to have some of that in for the interaction. But I think we'll we'll quickly end the show in a week and a rundown of the five matches on uh, Elimination Chamber tonight. Obviously, we do have uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, Bobby Lashley is on Grant and Quacko's team at two points. Does he pick up the win? Uh, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not actually sure. I'm quite torn, especially the tease we had on SmackDown last night from uh, Bray Wyatt yeah. saying they wanted to face the winner. That would be interesting on both sides. Uh, oh, I don't know. I would maybe sway Brock. I don't know if Bobby. I like Bobby, but I don't know if Bobby Bray fills me with as much hype. I think it'd be, if, it, if it became Bobby Bray and Heart Business reformed and the full white six were there, I think that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, that could be that could be cool. But I think it could sway either way. Yeah. I think one that I think is a pretty certainty we'll see Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley defeat Edge and Beth Phoenix uh, tonight. Uh, it's purely got to be. We've got Finn, on, uh, Finn and Rhea Ripley on uh, David Campbell and Tom Brock's team. I think especially with, uh, Finn will probably face Edge at Mania. 
we can probably take a loss there and Liverpool probably win it. Uh, Mania as well, mate. You can't have Real lose before Mania just to build up how strong she could be. I think that's a pretty certainty of that match. The judge yeah. will win. Yeah, Beth's a, it's a good person to get a win over uh, for Real. Beth going into Mania makes her look particularly strong, much stronger going into that match with Charlotte. So that'll be, that'll be great points there for Eddie Campbell and Tom. They'll be very happy with that. Asker, Love Morgan, Nicky Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Italia, or Carmela. I believe that Ozzy eh, Asker's in your team and so is Liv. Nicky mm-hmm. Cross is on the team of Scott and Ross. Raquel mm-hmm. is in the team of David and Gary. Eh, I, I think, is that is that everyone? Yeah, Natalia, I, yeah. Natalia and Carmela didn't get drafted. So we've only got those four in it. The thing about the chamber that is good, uh, Jack, is the fact that eliminations count as wins. So uh, that could help some people more than others on that one. I think maybe Ask and Raquel are the ones I could see getting the, the, the most wins. The most. Most eliminations, sorry, in that one. Yeah, I think I, that's a, I think they'll probably be a final two, and I think it's certain to ask us winning this. Uh, the other one, which up until recent I thought was pretty certain, but I'm not too sure how it's going to go. Austin Thierry, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damien Priest and Montez Ford to be a uh, winner becomes United States champion. Obviously, Austin Theory is, uh, was drafted pretty later on down, actually, compared to I drafted number one, but he drafted number uh, four for Scott. We've got Seth Rollins as well. Uh, he was number one pick for Ryan and Chris. Johnny Gargano was uh, a part of your team as well, so you got great representation at Chambers matches tonight. And Damien mm-hmm. Priest and Dave's team. Uh, I don't believe Bronson Reed and Montez Ford were, were, were drafted singles picks. So it's uh, it could be a very good night for you here, uh, Stephen, if Johnny Gargano I don't think so. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Seth Rollins wins this tonight. Yeah, there's a... There's a rumour going about that Austin Fury has recorded something that uh, is due to come out after in March and he has the title belt. So oh, right, okay. that's uh, it's never set in stone but that one. They could obviously they could always change things like that. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's WWE related, it's maybe like an advert or something like that. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh but yeah, I think uh Seth and Austin Fury are the two favourites, I would say. I've got Johnny obviously in there, but I don't I'm not sure. He might pick up one elimination, but I'm not hedging my bets on it. And same with Priest for David Gary. I kind of see that. I think it could be either Ryan and Chris getting some points here or Scott and Ross. If Fury wins, I don't see him getting a lot of eliminations. So I can see Bronson yeah. get a couple and he's undrafted. So that's inter- that could be interesting. See, the only reason I had cast doubt as I thought Seth Rollins win is because of the story they're going with Rollins and Paul for Mania they're like Paul doesn't care he's not this or that and I think if Rollins had the title it could make that story just that wee bit not that it's not already good but it adds that different element to it mm-hmm. and I, yeah. don't, I, I don't know it's, it's, a, it's an interest that's, that was the kind of only doubt I had but I do if you're going by logic's sake it probably will be 3 winning this tonight mm-hmm. yeah I can see that I think so but we've got one more match your, your captain not your captain but it is in your team, your number one pick, Sami Zayn. Is he going to get some sort of win against Roman Reigns tonight? Could be a DQ win, doesn't matter how it is. Is he getting some sort of win tonight? Oh, I, I, I'm 
again, I'm torn. I, I like how I like going into a WWE show pay per view and not having full confidence what's going on. It makes it a bit of intrigue. Yeah, I don't see him winning clean. I can't see him winning clean. Not a chance. I think there'll be something. I think that one of the Usos will get involved in this. Jay Uso will get involved in this and surely cost Sammy in some way. Will it be a DQ win for Sammy? I could see it. I think it's the one time that they can get away with it. Now, under the Triple H era, I think they can get away with it. But I didn't really, we didn't pick, me and Andy didn't pick Sammy for this particular uh, pay-per-view because we didn't think he had a chance. We picked him mainly for the stretch post this pay-per-view at the Mania. So if he gets something out, it'll be a pleasant surprise. It'll be a boost for us. And given the fact the night we've potentially got tonight, it could propel us up right up the table. Absolutely. It could be a very good night. We'll wait and see. Well, that's all the time we've got. For Saturday Drive Live, I'm afraid this, uh, this, this Saturday, obviously, probably this Saturday. Uh, Stephen, thanks very much for stepping in real quick uh, on the on, on just such short notice. It's much appreciated. Yes, I shall be having words with the, the rest of the lads. Uh, not Dave, I don't want to hear about Mexico anymore. But other than that, I'll be having a word. <laughs> having a word. Get your ducks in order, lads. Come on. Well, so it's, uh, you, Saturday Draft Live, you've been listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. That we, you'll find us there. So check us out, please, with our own website, com. Do our full back catalogue of all our feature shows, Central, East Meets West, our quiz show down, our full back, back catalogue is on there, so check out every possible show you can. Uh, we've got our Twitter page of uh, at Suplex Retweet, and we've got our uh, Instagram page, we've got TikTok, Facebook, Community Group, YouTube. We're all over the shop, so just check us out wherever you can. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking, no doubt, the post, post showdown of uh, Elimination Chamber, how that's all shaped up. The the, the next round of the Western City Cup, how, how they've got on, so we'll We'll catch us then. We'll see you later on. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Scott McLeod. And I'm Grant McGrobby. We are the hosts of the monthly show on Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat East Meets West. Where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You can remember to check that out on the Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat podcast feed on all good Android podcasting sites like Anchor, Spotify or iTunes now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.